All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPosito, and the Celtics destroy the Sacramento Kings. This was one hell of a game. 122 to 104 was the final. And if you go back to this third quarter, we were losing. And I'm going to explain how it happened. Uh, but to get things started, I want to follow today's podcast, same as usual, run through player of the game run through some of the highs, some of the lows. Uh, we'll talk about kind of where the Celtics stand at this point in the season. Uh, to get things started off here, there is no one besides Peyton Pritchard that can win a player of the game. Jason Tatum, phenomenal game. Jalen Brown, gotten some foul trouble, didn't play a ton of minutes, played solid in those minutes. However, like I said, the Celtics were losing in the third quarter. And it was really ugly basketball. First quarter, Celtics came out firing. Everything was working in their favor. We were up 36-22 after the first quarter. Kings outscored us 40-28 to in the second. And besides the Celtics going on a massive run to, in that third quarter, we only outscored them by eight. And again, it was a huge run towards the end of that quarter for us. So this shows... Peyton Pritchard coming in. Final stats for Peyton Pritchard on the night. Uh, nine points and a rebound. However, you want to talk about what he was able to accomplish while he was out there. The Celtics went on a 35-4 to run after Pritchard checked in. Cornette checked in with them, but the Celtics were lacking energy. And you go back to that last loss that we have in Chicago. Uh, what did I say? The Celtics lacked energy. Why not give Pritchard a shot? They didn't give it to him then. The Celtics ended up losing that game. The Celtics were losing this one, decided to give Pritchard a shot, and the Celtics went on a massive, massive run. And all of a sudden, that defense that looked like it completely disappeared fell off a cliff in that second quarter and the start of the third all of a sudden was fantastic again. We were holding them to nothing. Absolutely nothing. Again, 35 to four run. Absolutely insane. And a lot of it came from a ton of energy plays. I'll give Luke Cornette a lot of credit in that as well. I don't think it's a, I, I said it on the Facebook page. He single-handedly, Peyton Pritchard, single-handedly changed the game. It wasn't single-handedly, but Peyton Pritchard had a massive, massive part in it. Luke Cornette was the other big piece to it. Uh, he was another one, came in, had two blocks in this one, uh, really just solid performance from both of them. You look at like plus minus, and I've talked about it a bunch. Like I don't, I don't really believe in plus minus fully. Uh, but when you've got guys like Pritchard in, what did he play? 15 minutes, have a plus 22. It's, it's ridiculous numbers. Cornette plus 19 in 13 minutes. So both of these guys checked in and absolutely just switched the game entirely. Everything about the way the Celtics were playing stopped, flipped, and improved. So Peyton Pritchard tonight, couple of big shots, but immediately after checking in, like 
helped Luke Cornett get a rebound, pushed a pushed a ball away, hit a three, was doing everything. Like this is a Celtics game where we were getting smoked on the rebounding numbers. And at the end of the day, we still lost that battle 45-38. But we were down by a ridiculous margin, like 15 at one point. And the Celtics, like to their credit, a lot of it came from hustle plays. Guys started moving. Anytime, and Scal actually brought this up on the broadcast too, anytime there's a huge disparity between, you know, fouls, turnovers, there's going to be a, a rebounding discrepancy as well, right? And when you've got, you know, the Kings had 18 turnovers in this one. I think they had 10 in or nine in the first quarter. There's going to be a huge rebounding discrepancy, right? Totally get it. It's fair. Makes sense. But when you have guys that are coming in off the bench, Peyton Pritchard, again, not a, not a big rebounder by any means, but goes in and just has a nose for the ball. It's not like he went in today and rebounded a ton. He only had one. Cornet had five, though, in his 13 minutes. Both of these guys are going in and playing at high levels. And I talked about it in the last podcast. Mm -hmm. This team, when they're healthy, can go – like the fact that we're going 11 guys deep is ridiculous. And a lot of it stems from the fact that Peyton Pritchard is so NBA ready. Like we know that he's undersized. We know that, right? But he can shoot, he can dribble, and he can create for others. What more can you ask for? I get the notion that he's the fourth best guard on the roster, right? There's really nothing around that. Derek White, significantly better. Brogdon, significantly better. Marcus Smart, significantly better. I get it, right? But Peyton Pritchard is just pure energy. And when you have games, especially going back to that Chicago game where the Celtics are lacking energy, Peyton Pritchard is the guy that you can toss in just for instant energy. It is like taking an espresso shot before walking out the door. Uh, And just absolutely loved it from him. We saw some really good – obviously, we talked about, you know, Peyton Pritchard, Luke Cornett, great game for the two of them. The two Rain and Jays. This is a solid performance. You know, Jason Tatum in this one, 30 points, eight rebounds, four assists, pretty efficient from the field, 10 of 17. Uh, three turnovers in this one, not bad. But overall, in that fourth quarter, in the third quarter, excuse me, Jalen Brown was in foul trouble. He had four. Marcus Smart was in foul trouble. He had four. They didn't play a lot of that third quarter. So when the Celtics were going out and making this run with, Pritchard and Luke Cornett, Tatum was that other guy, right? We've seen a lot of really good Jason Tatum bench lineups, right? This was another really good example of that. So overall, Jason Tatum carried a lot of that offense in the third quarter uh, outside of what we saw from Peyton Pritchard and Luke Cornett. But at halftime, you know, Jason Tatum had 16 points. After the third quarter, Jason Tatum had 30. Like he didn't play a lot in the fourth quarter. Give give credit to you know Joe Mazzulla for that. Didn't need to. Played 31 minutes tonight. He led the team in minutes. 31 and he led the team. Right? Like that to me is a great game 
Al Horford, 28. Marcus Smart, 29. Derek White, 26. Jalen Brown, 27. The fact that we can keep these guys under 30 minutes, pretty much all of our starters, again, besides Tatum, that's a massive win. Massive win. Uh, but really solid game from him. Jalen Brown, another one, really solid. 25 points, five rebounds, four assists, nine of 16 from the field, solid. Only one turnover. All right, so another really solid performance from both of the Jays. I think you know Joe Missoula gave Jalen Brown a couple, couple too many minutes. He probably should have ended this game around twenty-two, uh, but you know Jalen Brown wanted to score a little bit more, get his scoring numbers back up to his season average uh, because he he missed a lot of the third quarter uh, because again because of foul trouble. But this is. This is just a phenomenal win. You are coming into this game. The Celtics are the best offense in the league. I don't think anyone's going to question that. But as far as points per game goes, Sacramento was leading the league in points per game coming into today's game. The Celtics held them to 104. And this is really after a 40-point second quarter. We held them to 104 after a 40-point quarter. That, to me, is just absolutely insane. We held them to 22 points in the first, 22 points in the third, and 20 points in the fourth. If you take out that second quarter, this would have been one of the best defensive games we've seen all season. They weren't able to do it, but overall, this is a game where the Celtics were really good, really good on both ends of the ball for 35 minutes, 33 minutes. There were some lapses in the middle, and we'll talk about that in the second half. But overall, this is a really solid overall game. You held the Kings to some really, like, honestly, shitty numbers, right? They shot 9 of 36, 25% from three. They shot 41% from the field. They didn't really do much. They only had 20 assists. They weren't really moving the ball. Celtics had 27 assists in this one. So it's another high assist game. Good shots. We shot 16 of 37, 43% from three. A tick under 50% from the field, 49.4%. This Celtics offense is clicking on all cylinders. And a lot of you have to give credit to everybody on this team. Derek White, another really solid performance from him. Derek White stepped in back into the starting lineup. They opted to go small again against a, a fairly small Sacramento team. Derek White comes in eight points, two rebounds, two assists after the first. At the halftime, he had 14, three, and two. So overall, like you see all of these guys stepping up in playing major roles. The only one to me that got time that didn't really play well. Actually, I guess I, I'll give two on this. Marcus Smart, Grant Williams. I'll talk about both of them in the second half. But that's it. You've got all of the guys with minutes. Sam Hauser, solid minutes. Nine points, three rebounds and assists. Three of six from the from three. Malcolm Brogdon, overall solid game. Eight points, three rebounds, four assists. Right. Like these guys are going in. This was a, I mean, it wasn't a game where he went crazy, 
as far as like keeping guys off the bench. We had one, two, three, four, five guys off the bench. So total of 10 guys that we ran in. Luke Cornett really only played 13 minutes. It was only through that, you know, third quarter, fourth quarter stretch that he got time. But overall, he made the most of his minutes, right? And that's the theme. All of the guys that are playing are making the most of their minutes. And that is the reason that the Celtics are sitting at 15 and four and they're playing some of the best basketball in the entire NBA. It's as simple as that. The Celtics are playing at just such a high level because everybody is bought in. And you absolutely love, love, love to see it. This is a big win against you know, a Western Conference team that was dubbed one of the better offenses. They've been streaking. They've been playing really good basketball as of late. And again, take away that second quarter. And the Celtics destroyed this team. Honestly, like including the second quarter, the Celtics still destroyed this team. But that second quarter should never have happened, (laughs) at least not to the extent of what did happen, right? So overall, great win, great win. I do want to talk about some negatives because it wasn't perfect. Like we need to, we need to discuss some of the things that happened in that second quarter. We need to talk about, you know, some of the issues that the Celtics continuously are running into. Uh, Before we dive into that, though, I want to take a quick break. For a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms is your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilize the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. The NBA season is heating up and there are still so many unknowns like can the Celtics continue on this unbelievable stretch of basketball and break the NBA offensive rating record. When I'm looking to get in on that action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Do you think Jason Tatum's going to score 35 in a Celtics 10-point game? This is the type of action you can get in 
on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the app now, sign up with code TBPN, place a $5 pregame Moneyline bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, so want to talk through some of the negatives here. Again, great win. Celtics come out 122-104 in this one. Uh, But the Celtics came out of this game firing on all cylinders. Again, we were up 20-10 to to start this game. We were up 36-22 after the first. 5 of 10 from 3, 10 assists on 13 field goals made. Great basketball. All right, 14-point lead. That's what we had going into that second quarter then we went and absolutely blew that that 14 point lead disappeared we watched the sacramento kings outscore us 40 to 28 and we went into halftime with just a two-point lead how did it happen right the celtics offense stagnated a little bit the ball stopped moving as crisply as it was in the first. We did not have, you know, an additional 10 assists in that second quarter. I believe the total number came out to six. So the ball stopped moving offensively, right? That is where you see the drop-off between 36 points in the first for us to 28 in the second. However, obviously the issue is not really on the offensive end. When you're giving up 40 points, there is a much bigger problem at hand And defensively, we were getting smoked on the boards. Sabonis had his way with us, as he typically has. I feel like he's always done pretty solid against us. 18 and 10 tonight, threw in additional six assists, solid, efficient game, 7 of 13 from the field, right? But they also had other guys that were going and getting rebounds. The Celtics... We're getting, again, I talked about earlier in the game, or earlier, earlier in the podcast, and we were being out-rebounded by like 15 at one point in this game. And again, a lot of it has to do with the fact that, you know, the Kings just turned the ball over a million times, 18 turnovers in this one, and we had 27 points off of those turnovers. When stuff like that happens, there are less rebounds to get. I get that part. However, we were not putting any anything in the way of Sacramento getting to the basket. They showed a stat in that second quarter. We were getting like outscored 18 to 2 in points in the paint through the first 8 minutes of that second quarter. Like that is something the Celtics are pretty damn good at. Right. Obviously, one of the best three point shooting teams in the NBA. And this isn't just me being biased. Obviously, I'm biased. However, stats back it up. The Celtics are one of the best three point shooting teams in the NBA. But we also have Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum who can get to the rim whenever the hell they want. Right. We should never be outscored by that much in a very short period of time. We're talking eight minutes, and we gave up 18 points in the paint. Again, obviously, something like that changes drastically when you have a shot blocker in the game. And tonight, it was Luke Cornett, go figure, 
but when the Celtics are healthy, when the Celtics are whole, Robert Williams is there. So that part shifts everything. Guys are not going to be getting into the lane that easily. And if they do, you have someone there to clean up some of these issues. Right. So that I'm not super, super worried about. But the fact that we're giving up 40 points to anybody is ridiculous. I will give a ton of credit to Sacramento. I like to give credit where credit is due. I say this all the time. I feel like I'm I'm pretty fair in you know assigning judgment, whether it be good or bad in these games. And Give Sacramento some credit here because they've got a young team. They love to run. De'Aaron Fox is a fun player to watch. Sabonis, very, very talented. Uh, They've got some ballers. They've got some guys that can go out, score at high levels, but they're constantly just trying to sprint down the floor. The pace of play, it was funny because they even talked about it on the broadcast. They play at such a fast pace they were slowing the ball down because we were outrunning them. So that to me is a huge, huge positive to take away from this game because we're making one of the faster teams in the NBA slow their game down because they need to try and catch their breath and stay with us. That is awesome to see. It's awesome to see. Everyone loves watching offense. I loved last year. I loved last year's run. Defense is a huge need in the NBA. If you want to win a championship, totally get it. They say, you know, offense wins games, defense wins championships. It's all true. You need both of them, right? Right now, the Celtics aren't playing at a super high level defensively. They've gotten better, but they're still not where they were last year. Offensively, We were here last year, and we just took it up six notches. We just, our offense went through the roof. And it is a damn fun brand of basketball to watch. That's it. That's it. I mean, it's a a fun, fun game. The Celtics now sit at 15-4. and Again, top of the Eastern Conference. And they're doing it at a pretty convincing rate. Right at this point, we're a game and a half up over Milwaukee. Cleveland's there; they're three games back, but it starts to get dicey. Like you've got, we're six and a half games up on Brooklyn, six and a half on Miami, seven on Chicago. That sucks because they've beat us twice. Uh, but overall, like you look, the Celtics are just doing such a good job of beating up all of the teams that we should be beating, and this was the first game in a six-game homestand where the Celtics are now 8-1. and one. So you got to love that. you got to love it. So that's where we're going to wrap things up. This was a very fun game, not through and through, but it was definitely a fun game after the Cornette and Pritchard check-in moment in the third quarter. And you got to give the Celtics some credit here. So if you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics guy. Uh, make sure to join our Facebook page, Boston Celtics till I die, our YouTube page, Boston Celtics game day recap, and make sure to rate and review the podcast. Five star written review. Everything helps. 
Have a great night, Celtics fans. We will talk soon. Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? Who are we?